The Adventures of Manzian Battlestaff, a audio dramatized solo RPG of Curse of Strahd with lit RPG elements. I'm sitting there eating breakfast whenever a rather flamboyant man walks into the dining room. Flamboyant is a bit of an understatement, but to say he looked like a variety of colors as well as shapes and I would also say personalities would be quite the understatement as well. Not as though he is a court jester to try and make laughs for royalty, but more like he does this and doesn't really care what people think. I pause and watch him walk to a table nearby still thinking about the note that I received as well as the options that I have at my disposal which which if I am honest with myself are not very many Don't get me wrong, I know that the Keepers of the Feather have offered to help. But yet, I would rather keep them in reserve for now. As I'm writing down what I have different ideas as a way of strategizing as well as planning. I know that sunlight can kill a vampire. I know that flames or fire can kill a vampire. I know that holy water can kill a vampire if there's enough of it. I look at my options and as I have already stated, they are very few. Granted, I could stake their hearts, cut their heads off, But still, I'm trying to do this without much disturbance to their daily resting place. Because I have a strong suspicion that they will fight back. So I must attack hard and fast in order to 
get out unscathed. Again, looking at my options, flame or fire will have to be a last resort due to the nature of the building as well as those around it if it catches on fire then other buildings will as well because the fire must burn intensely it must consume all of the vampire spawn that are in the coffin makers shop while they do need to be eradicated there is no reason behind risking other businesses as of yet but time will show if this is what must be done So it must be prepared, which is easily done with oil. The shop itself is kindling. A tinderbox, which I have. And a way to escape, which is rather obvious as well. Looking at my other two ideas of the holy water and sunlight, I do believe that there is a way to combine both of these. for extreme effect. As I jobble down these notes, I tell Erwin that I will be back in just a moment. I need to check what few supplies I do have so that if I need to purchase any with my limited income this can be accomplished as well of course all that I find in my belongings as though I didn't know it already. It's nothing more than a tinderbox. And the ability to start a fire. While I knew this, I often wonder why go and check it anyway. It is as though I was hoping that something would have magically appeared. 
Exactly. Something in this realm magically appearing when the one who controls this realm is a vampire and chose this unlife because he did not want to die. What, what can I do? With a slightly dejected heart, I walk back, I walk back down to the dining room, speaking to Irwin to see if they could possibly get Heinrich, so that he could be questioned. That could go a long way in figuring out a better strategy. How many that I have to deal with, or that we have to deal with. It's always a good thing to know the lay of the land, the number of your enemies, if you can. It helps strategize a bit more. It both eases the mind and causes it to fret as well. As I'm sitting down here, scribbling my notes, there are a few patrons that come in from time to time. A young blonde female comes to me and encourages me to follow her. So I gather up my scribbled notes, bits of parchment here and there, and head with her wherever she is wishing me to go. You may ask why should I trust her so quickly? Well, it is simple. I know that she is one of the keepers of the feather. We head through the kitchen of the Blue Water Inn and the smells assault your nostrils and it is such a delicious smell. The smell of coffee brewing over the fire. That of a stew cooking in the black pot over in the corner. 
the smell of freshly baking bread. If it weren't for the task at hand, one could just live in the kitchen and the smells alone. We walk on through the kitchen, entering in a largish room that must be the tap room as there are several empty wine barrels set off to the side with three barrels having already been tapped so that the wine may flow. And knowing that they have the gems once again, the wine will continue to flow. We take a turn heading into a storage room, which is somewhat like a pantry. There are sacks of flour, of beans, of potatoes, of foodstuffs, as well as some spoons and other kitchen utensils. She looks back at me and without even realizing it, I know that she is fixing to lead me through a secret door. I give her the privacy that she requested without uttering a sound, turning my back so that I may not see the combination that it takes to open this way. But once I hear the click, I turn back around following her up a secret staircase that is rather well worn as we travel up these stairs not the first creek is heard coming out on top we are in a loft area and And I bet you there are at least 100 ravens perched around this surprisingly open space that one would not even realize was part of the inn because looking at it from the outside it does not make sense that this is here. While the ravens did catch 
my eye. I noticed that Erwin, as well as his family of the feather, I'm guessing that his wife and young children are somewhere below. But the focus is a man sitting in a wooden chair in the center of the room. Henrik is not struggling. He is not being defiant. He looks more like a defeated scared and certain of his death kind of individual. I have reserves about torturing Because not only is it cruel, it's not some answers that you can trust either. I stare at Henrik, blinking very slowly, showing him the intensity in my gaze, doing my best to unnerve him even more, and the silence is thick and tells more than words. The silence in itself will get more than torture could ever hope to. This staring goes on for several minutes, each second ticking away causes another nervous twitch in the coffin maker enough to make one wonder how could he ever keep a steady hand cutting, hammering, and sanding. Eventually though the silence is broken and he tells me that there are six vampire spawn on the second floor of his shop. And this is why I wanted to talk to Henrik. I knew that there was something about the building. I knew that I knew that there had to be vampires 
or some other undead in the building due to the fact that the windows were all boarded up. I took the logical step in believing that it was indeed vampires because of the overall mission that is here. And that is to kill the most evil vampire that has ever been. He tells me that they are in boxes in the storage room on the second floor. That they lie in their coffins during the day and begin their plotting sessions at night. They have not been there for very long, but long enough for this to have been seen as a routine. And he tells me that that the bones of Saint Andrew are in his room in the wardrobe in the opposite room. I there for a moment wanted to believe that he had nothing to do with this because how could someone willingly start something of this nature. Not even knowing Henrik at all. I can tell you that money is a great motivator. And it doesn't just go with Henrik at all, but the majority of people are that way. What else? What else could I gather from him? He tells me the layout of his shop. The more that he talks, the more that he begins to to blubber. And I can't help it, but I do feel sympathy for this man. Alone in the death business. being coerced by the evil that is Strahd. 
and knowing as he knows with the information that he has gathered he knows the keepers of the feather know and I know that Strahd will kill him now. The second annual Everyone Games event, hosted on the Knights of the Braille Discord, is coming up this September 30th and October the 1st of 2022. We encourage you to check out their website at www.everyone-games.com. We will have panels and tabletop games as well as video games to showcase the accessibility and the need for accessibility in gaming.